Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. My name is Austin, and I'm joined with Christian. And George is back, baby. He's back. George, we're glad you're feeling well, and we're glad you're here. Yes. No, I am very glad, too. I uh, had an unfortunate case of what I believe could have been food poisoning after the best uh, food holiday there is, and it was quite unfortunate. I rather be safe than sorry. So yeah. I took last week's hiatus and this week I'm recording in a mask because my test results aren't back. But <laughs> I feel 150,000%, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't come here and jeopardize my friend's health. And I still am not by me wearing a mask. Now I'm a little creeped out because Austin's giving me a little cough here. <laughs> and he previously had it. So jokes on you. I Got kept it. it and I put it in the drinks I gave y'all. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm in the, the midst of two, two sickos. Two sicko mode? You're next, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, be brought into the, the cult of sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the question everybody has is, how long were you on your toilet for? So roughly, like, the thing is, it would hit me in spurts. So like all day, mm. I really felt like I had to poop. Um, but then it was just the difference between me being willing to, to like push it out and then how numb my legs would get on the toilet once you were already on there for an excess of 20 plus minutes. So I, it, it was basically, I could have been on there a total of four or five hours over the span of like three days. I just felt like I was just constantly sitting on the toilet constantly. You know, I like opening the episode with, um, some scat talk, you know? It's like it's a universal topic. Everybody kind of knows what you're talking about there. It's the kind of scat that would just go in the water and kind of just sink to the bottom. It just looked like silt. Like 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 if you like stepped in a river and like that stuff that comes up. Yeah. That little that little silt and mud. That's what it looked like constantly. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. I uh, hope you enjoyed the poop. Somebody's got a WebMD and see what I like could have done better. <laughs> They just go, George, you have, uh, you know, prostate cancer. Eat a granola bar, son. Get some fiber in you. <laughs> Let's get something solid. Well, uh, before we jump to the next uh, movie for the 12 Days of Podmas, we do have some some news. George, you were talking about it originally before we started. Yeah. So apparently there has been recent petitions and push for Jack Black to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of things in regards to him possibly playing the role that Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt plays. Chris Scat. <laughs> Chris Scat. Just got scat on my mind. In uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Was it uh, Star-Lord? Yep. Yeah, Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Yep. Um, but I feel like he, he can fit in just about any kind Jack, of... Jack Black? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could, you could replace him as Iron Man and just give him a little bit of a thicker suit. And he'd be like, what's up, guys? They'd make jokes about how it's like tough for him to lift off sometimes because of his beer bellies, like extra freaking potent that day. Or he's just like a like a, a IRL version of Kung Fu Panda. That bro, that <laughs> would be quite interesting. I would I would like to see um like an ant well, yeah, like an animated panda would be pretty dope. But like but with it, his face? It's like Avengers, so it's hyper-realistic like they did the Hulk, kind Thanos. of. Thanos. And Thanos, too, yeah. So it's like, he's a panda, but it's got Jack Black's face, and it's like really good CG. But the, but the running joke is, is he keeps eating little pieces of Groot. That could, dude, Oh, my God. What if Groot just has a cousin all of a sudden who's like an actual piece of bamboo? <laughs> and he it's falls like, in love and then just eats her. Just. He like the bamboo cousin takes Jack Black's panda face back to bamboo land, wherever his bamboo cousin's bamboo from. Bamboo land. Really, George? Well, I mean, what else do you want me to call it, Chris? China. 
Okay. Look, I have I have a sidebar, and yes. if you know me, you might have heard this tangent. Oh, he's going y'all again. He's 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 astral projecting onto all of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could block me from your Twitter DMs, but you can't stop me from astral projecting into your bedroom. But but seriously, but seriously though, why is it humans? What no other creature just eats wood like pandas do. They just say, oh, wood? Oh, that's food. Sure, man. I mean, raccoons probably do because they just eat anything. They do. But like regularly, like for their for their grub, you know, I will like you got elephants and giraffes and stuff. They like stick. But like nobody. I think bamboo is a specific kind of tree that everyone kind of relates to. When you said it, it really took me a second to realize like, oh, there are other animals that eat plants have you guys ever seen but have you guys ever been I, you live there but have you ever been to the east side those uh, crackheads eat wood oh my god yeah no it's kind of like feeding birds actually um <laughs> you get some some wood chips and you just throw them into the you know maybe there's a weird guy in the 7-eleven parking lot you want to get them off you you know like those chutery boards or those cuttery boards that like those cheese boards and stuff yeah in the mm-hmm. hood they have lead paint and then just door frame pieces. What? So what? to go Wait, with their Hennessy. <laughs> I didn't think I I put that much of al- that much alcohol in your guys' drinks earlier. Okay, you did though. That was a stiffy. That was a st- that's you, like a that's see, like a Tuesday night, man. You gave me a stiffy. Now I know. Like now I know we could, we could blame. I could blame this tangent on you then. <laughs> <laughs> so damn it, damn it. Wrap it back around. I'm upset. You know, you can't just eat metal. You can't just eat plastic. Oh, wood. Oh, you could just eat a tree. I'm a bear. I'm going to just eat a fucking tree. That does upset me. And that's where I'll leave it. Christian, you're scary. You, you lower yeah, your inside yeah. voices okay. are. Right. Okay. Sorry. The, the panda you, subject. You went Joey Diaz for a minute there. Bro, I just snapped. Sometimes you just send me there, bro. Bro, I just, I just, I just went off, bro. <laughs> that Sasquahana weed. <laughs> no, I think uh, I would love to to see that end up playing out in some way, shape or form. Um, even if it's just like a cameo for a comedic relief piece, I feel like it'd be great if they're like, we're Starlin. He's like, sorry guys. I would love for him to just come out as like Nacho Libre and like some scene and just, <laughs> like, just like, just elbow drop somebody. Yes. But I think it would be funnier if like, if he came out as star Lord, but like, he's not actually, he's just pretending to be Star-Lord. Like a, like a Halloween party type situation. <laughs> they catch him just outside a Halloween party. They're like, Star-Lord, come on. He's like, what, me? All right. <laughs> uh, but to go on, to add on to that, what I've seen is uh, people on Twitter want Jack Black to replace Chris Pratt in every role that he's done. They're like, he can do any role that Chris Pratt has done better. I, I will automatically disagree. Same. Yeah, I've seen I, Parks and Recreation. Yes. That's a pretty damn good role that he has. And he improved so many of the best lines. Not saying Jack Black couldn't do uh, be as funny as that cuz he can, but damn, Chris Pratt not that that's what put him on the map for me was being Andy, you know. So, yeah, I uh who did Chris Pratt upset to like have somebody come out and say <laughs> oh, this he, like I think he's he's made some like very like Republican type remarks oh, in course. the past. I thought he was a liberal, but Maybe I that's I don't know. If you're if you're a celebrity on Twitter, I'm just gonna assume you're a liberal. That's just what I do now. I mean it's it's safe to assume. So except for uh Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey or uh who else? Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Marky Mark. He's just the boy. Mark Wahlberg has done so many military Wait, movies he thinks he's really in the military. Oh no, <laughs> uh, he thinks he's part of the police force. That he's done he's been a New York cop at least in five movies. Yeah, but, I he's, feel. but he's been a, a Navy SEAL, he's been a, so he's just like, I am the law. <laughs> uh, you're speaking uh, to a future uh, U.S. veteran. <laughs> that like the kid, ROTC kids. It was like an elementary school kid. He was like, well, you just disrespected a future U.S. Army Ranger. And he actually became a Ranger. Oh, my he God. He posted no on way. TikTok. He was like, you guys might know me. And he okay. posted that video. And then he was like, but I really did it. Good on him for achieving it. But like, I'm just so like taken aback by the culture of like, uh, if you're in the military and then uh, just talk down to everybody. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, the, you know, you're a hero. Okay. We're, we're not, we're not going to take that, but don't be a shithead. I feel like that's for like most people. Just don't be an asshole. Good lesson. Rule of thumb. 
So speaking so of people, stop fucking with Chris Pratt is what we're trying to get to here. <laughs> to segue into our next segment about people being assholes, uh, recently Dave Chappelle or, or basically uh, forced Netflix to remove the Chappelle show because he wasn't getting paid for it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, what, what, and what, what are the circumstances? What, what do they mean not being paid? They're just not giving him uh money you know for for the he, rights so during a stand-up gig he he said that he never got paid after leaving the the viacom cbs owned show like they just never paid him he's been one of the most robbed comedians in the history of oh uh, yeah because like he there came a point in time too i think after that all that happened where he just kind of went off the grid for a couple of years i know he was doing little things in the park you want to go ahead and take over yeah so i'm reading this and it, it uh chappelle might uh you know cucked himself on this one let's hear it because he said they didn't have to pay me because i signed the contract so he didn't read his contract well enough see but that's where you got to have your people in the right spot like yeah you, know, you got to have your people but it's still kind of messed up because it's still kind of like you know i did the work but also that's how like 90 percent of the music industry makes their money is people not reading their contracts that is true. I was reading, or at least I heard uh, in the past about that instance occurring where, you know, they just get taken advantage of, bro. These agents, they're geniuses. Yeah, they're legal gotta, geniuses. That's why you got to hire a lawyer. Like, hey, read this. Correct. Don't tell them you're in a band. Just go, hey, read this. Did you guys used to watch the Chappelle show at all? Oh, yeah. My dad has yeah, it on. My, it's classic. It's so old. My dad has it on DVD for his PSP. Oh my god! Hey, the UMDs. Yeah, the UMDs. Awesome. I remember. I remember watching. I remember Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bit. <laughs> it's like Wayne. We ain't. We ain't got to do that, man. And then I always oh, liked yes, uh, do, Charlie Murphy coming on. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. But Charlie Murphy coming on and talking about, "Hey, man, Eddie and I we roll up in." Oh, who would he talk about? Like, like Rick James. Like Rick James, a bitch. <laughs> I remember he talked about that whole slapping scene. He smacked him into the freaking mirror. <laughs> Um, and, then, and then he had uh, he had John Mayer and he was like what kind of music do people like and he would play like some like soulful thing and they'd be like eh, and they play some like hip hop beat and they'd be like hey <laughs> oh oh when they were like testing the it was like at a barber shop or uh... I think so I think it was just out in, out in New York it was like out in the streets I like that yeah it was a good show did you watch it my favorite part of the Chappelle show um, was like the music at the end I, oh, I was I was mimicking his uh he's Tyrone. Oh, the Tyrone. crack Tyrone. Oh, the crack. fear factor. Hi, Joe Rogan. Hi, Joe Rogan. He was like, mm, it's delicious. And Joe's like, oh my god. <laughs> he eats like so. Tyrone goes on fear factor and beats everybody because he's just like that ain't nothing. And he walks on like hot coals. He's just like, hmm, something smells good. Like he's cooking. <laughs> and then the last thing is like he had, they had to eat like bull penis or something. He was like, he brought his girlfriend. He's like, hey baby, try some of it. It's really good. He's like eating it. He was like, can I have that money now, please? <laughs> but it, at the beginning, though, it was like the first round. He goes in like the um, tank filled with worms and they have to like see how long they can stay in a tank filled with worms. And he's like reading his newspaper and he's like, uh, uh, y'all could just cut the lights off. I'll be uncomfortable. He puts a newspaper over him as a blanket. <laughs> I, I remember when they brought him to a school and he was like, my name's Tyrone. I like to crack meth. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, you're talking about the 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 guy who was blind who was in the KKK that's the one you gotta you gotta hit on that's, that's one of my favorites yes <laughs> what power <laughs> I mean I the internet says I can't say it yeah uh, just to preface just to preface this we don't agree with those viewpoints but it's a no, goddamn absolutely not school. it's it's by far see this is where comedy kind of took a turn it took a turn you can make this joke. 10 years ago 10 years ago but and now have, you'll have zero repercussion because it's freaking fully understood that it's a joke you know what yeah, i mean but now like, it's just like Ugh! but it's because we make it like a joke and that's why we yeah. gotta stop mentioning it as much we just gotta go with it yeah we just gotta go we gotta <laughs> change the comedic world ourselves but I still, because just to just to point back at how funny it was the the best part of that though was when he's outside of his truck at the gas station like what you doing around he ran these parts and he's blind so he's like yeah get him and they're talking to him. <laughs> the white guys are like, what are you doing around this? Oh, and then he's at the clan meeting and he pulls off his hood and the dude's head explodes. He's like, y'all yeah. want to see my face? And then his, his like, assistant's like, no. And they're like, yeah. And he goes, all right. He takes it off. 
Dead explodes. That's I don't know. He uh only two seasons. Was could it only have, two seasons? It could have went more. I remember. So I was very grateful. I saw the show as soon as it came on Netflix, and I binged it uh, all over again. So it's like still fresh in my head. They, dude, had that show kept going on, um, and you maybe add some more comedic resources because I look at what Key and Peele has, which is a very similar format. It's it's a. I want to say it's a more mainstream comedy version of because Chappelle's show is very like oh yeah crackheads and racist hell yeah and they're like ah just uh black guys getting angry true true still funny Kim Peel show is still very funny yeah but there's so many uh ways that they take Key and Peel that Dave never even got to touch oh yeah no if because you, Dave didn't have you look at the resources for the show too oh they had a budget of like three paper clips and a pb and that's the shit that Dave didn't look at in his contract he's like yeah. oh, I'll just take it just film me for a second <laughs> oh this, you can turn the lights off <laughs> I still said it I'm sure Dave will land on his feet he's constantly doing good stuff it's a weird situation for sure like well he still does stand up I, yeah I don't yeah. think he's hurting for money at all I think it's just like he's just mad that he wasn't getting paid right now. It's a kind of, you know, middle finger to Netflix. As usual, sometimes you got to Netflix. Sometimes you just got to grab by the throat and you got to because they're they're the kids stuff off your platform with the office again. We're going to take off the office from Netflix. Oh, yeah. He's doing just fine because he signed a 20 million dollar pre-release comedy special with Netflix in 2016. Yeah, 20 mil do. Yeah, his net worth right now is 50 mil. Sign me up. So he can, the thing I, with those guys is right. They can make money as much money as they want to work because he can oh, yeah. sell out any arena anywhere oh, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. That's thousands of dollars off of just a show. You could oh, do it's, it. It's more than that. He probably has a guarantee. Oh, for Spe- sure. Speaking as experience as somebody's book people, he, I guarantee you he has a guarantee. Yeah. And you do that for yeah. Him. He does. He does stand up still two and, three times a month. You're yeah. set. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan just did it at the comedy store because he wanted to. Yeah, he was like practicing comedy was material. a passion. Yeah, it's nice when it changes. I bet there's a whole bunch of people that work at that comedy store that that shit's it's a passion, but it's also a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we should just jump right into the movie now. What do you guys think? Yarp. Yes, brother. Uh, so you guys, you guys can tell by the the title of the episode, we watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, a Christmas classic from 1989. I didn't know it was that that new. I thought it was like an early 80s film. I uh, first time watching. Uh, first time watching like the Christmas Vacation for me consistently through because I've seen it like through like oh I'll catch this bit on TV and then like a few days later I'll catch it like the other half. So first time I've watched it consecutively, consecutively through, and Jesus Christ, was it funny? Um, real quick, I'm just gonna get into just a quick synopsis, so then we can really get into the into the meat and burnt turkey. Yes. Uh, so it's a it's just a an, another episode of the National Lampoon series, and you know the Griswolds are like, we're gonna have Christmas, we're having all of our family over, and with all the problems that brings and. Uh, he's expecting this huge Christmas bonus from his deadbeat boss, doesn't get it. So his uh, redneck hillbilly uh, cousin-in-law goes and uh, just kidnaps the boss. At the end of the movie, he gives him a new raise and the house is, sw- is swatted. And uh, then they all live happily ever after. But uh, in between that, obviously, there's a lot of funny stuff. So I figured let's just jump right into it. Um, we're back on the, We're still back on the pineapple rating system. Hell yeah. Remember, George, you haven't been on with the pineapple rating system in a while. We've been on grapes for a little while. Yeah, I know. It's kind of it's kind of a big fruit. I'm, I'm afraid of the pokey stuff <laughs> on the outside of it. Yeah. Like, I'm glad we pay people to to take the pokey part out. We just pay Vanessa. Still, sometimes it does pokey pokey to my finger. I don't like. Okay. America. Not George, George, please tell us what you liked about this movie. Um. So, actually, I... I loved a lot of facets about it, but today for the first time, I actually took notes during the movie because sometimes, you know, I like to enjoy myself. Like I said, Austin made me a stiffy of a drink. Um, Wasn't that bad? Occasionally, I take some vitamins before we come on that vitamins get me in the the right headspace. Um, But tonight, took some notes, 
I just had a couple of things that I uh I loved, and that's Chevy Chase as an actor had a lot of similarities to me to uh a young Will Ferrell. And I saw a lot of the same mannerisms between the two. Um, because Will Ferrell has like a dynamic range. I've seen him in way more roles than I've ever seen Chevy Chase. But when I see Chevy Chase and I'm like, this happened in 1989, this was probably right in Will Ferrell's prime of, you know, watching a lot of movies, developing who he is as an actor. And I really did see a connection between the two. Um, just chaotic, just yes snap at any because will ferrell's played a lot of those father like roles and you know like daddy's home one and two yes and that's what i would say he most relates to as a character is those daddy home films especially like the dad who wants to do well by his family but he just fucks it up correct correct a hundred percent well but i accidentally called in an airstrike on our neighbors (laughs) so chevy chase absolutely carries this movie from start to finish and i'm kind of glad they they stayed with that i feel sometimes a lot of christmas movies will go off on these little side tangents with uh, other characters but this movie there was no need i was just all chevy all the time yeah it's it's chevy more for breakfast lunch and dinner you gotta love it and then dessert um, Well, you got eddie for dessert but that was that was nice that was a nice little eddie eddie's a nice little side dish he's like the yams on uh on thanksgiving he's, he's like the al gratin potatoes Oh Jeez, my potato. god! I love Dude, I those. Made, mm, I made those the, are... I made those twice for Thanksgiving because we had two Thanksgiving dinners. Mm. I made them twice. Al gratin. Yeah, I got those from a Texas, uh, not Texas Roadhouse, Texas, Texas Day, Day Brazil. Brazil. They yes. have them at Texas Day Brazil. Yes. What? I didn't think that'd be a Brazilian thing. Well, yeah, but they have to fill up the white people with something. I mean, when so I went there, I, potatoes. when I went there, I didn't have none of the white people stuff. I just said, yeah, bring me that chunk of meat and just slice me off. of." Please. George, you just say that, that comment. And I think, oh, people just start walking in when the store opens and the manager says, we got to fill up these whites. We got to, we got to <laughs> fill them up. These whites well, ain't like, got nowhere to go. They ain't got no family. Mm-hmm. They're at a damn restaurant. Get we got to fill them up and get them out. Get them a Caesar salad, some mashed taters. And a Mountain Dew. Better have Pepsi product or a Mr. Pib. Yeah, Pib. Okay. Um, Chevy. Chevy's favorite. My favorite lines from this film. Oh, we got lines we're, we're quoting now. Yes. Okay. Very dad-like thing to do on a road trip. Gets into a minor road rage incident early on this in the me film. All the time. And he tells his kids as he's about to go flip off the other guy. Hey, kids, look over there. Reindeer. And just to do like a little distraction, and then he flips the guy off. Uh, mark my words, I will use this at some point in time when tomorrow. I have children. Uh, I might do it with Cameron in the car. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Know. I'm be like, Rowan, look out there, and he's not even going to listen to me, but I'll still do it. Yeah, I mean, and and it worked in the movie. Definitely a line that I'm going to use uh, eventually, but that's just one. The second line that kind of sticks it to at the beginning of the movie is they get this huge Christmas tree, and his neighbor and his wife, uh, the neighbor's wife are standing next to each other, and the neighbor's like, uh, you know, like, where, where are you going to fit that big tree, you know? Or where are you going to shove it? No, he, he goes, oh, he, goes no, where you, he, he says, he's, uh, where are you going to fit that? Oh, my gosh. And he said, uh, he's going to bend it over and, and somehow he's going to shove it up his... Uh, yeah, he said, bend over and I'll show you. Oh, there we go. He <laughs> said, bend over and I'll show you. And then the, the husband's like... He's like, uh, who are you talking to? Yeah. He's like, oh, I wasn't talking to you. He which, at his wife. <laughs> and he was referring to his wife. So early on, you get an innuendo that, you know, there possibly is an affair going on between Chevy Chase and the neighbor's wife. No, I feel like she hates him way too much. Yeah, but I think that's what makes it hot. If I'm she being honest. Over and she's like, I fucking know. Because when he said it, I feel like they should, almost should have done a little cutaway of her, like with a little twinkle in her eye. Like, Chevy, are you about to give us away right now? I, I don't know. I, feel I don't know. Like, Is that just like me playing? Yeah, I feel like that's you. I feel like I had my drink very early on in the movie, so I think this we, was we had, we all had cannon a- started twisting on early. You know, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, Eddie was some sort of Soviet spy. There's this whole COINTELPRO oh, thing going on. Do you, need, do you need some water to sober up? Or something? Buckle up. No, no, no. Well, all right, George is good. Was that not oh, like no, you no. guys didn't feel that? No, no, no. A little I, bit of. I didn't feel it, but I could see it now. Now that yeah, but no, I totally just thought he's just an asshole to them. Yeah, well, you know, I just figured Chevy's that kind of dude, dude. You know, I mean, with the way he was with the lady at the yeah, department store. You're right. Look you know, at me. It's not where I'm, I'm. It looks like you can't even see the line. Wow, that's great, huh, Russell? Look at you. 
eight. Doesn't that low key make sense? Because I forgot Chevy was low key trying to mac daddy in on and the lawn. And then you see some, you know, some side boob of that same girl when he's fantasizing about the pool. I'm sorry. I just had some saliva coming out of the side. It's okay. That she was, a, she, that was a fine looking woman. Okay. Especially for 1989. She was like, was wearing the prime Baywatch red swimsuit. Enough with the over-sexualization of this Christmas movie. <laughs> no, it's about the no. children. Well, hold on. There's a necessary sidebar. You said good for, for you know, what, late 80s? Yo, if you ever have seen, like, vintage porn, some of the women look really weird, bro. And and I don't even mean, like... <laughs> what the I, I mean, like, going? And I mean, like, ma- I mean, like, magazines. Like, the way their body shapes are really different. And, like, their hair looks really fucking weird. Lee, I know you're listening to this right now. Lee, can you give us some more uh, info on on why they look a so nineteen late nineteen eighties bush? Can you can we get some description? Were they using product? The same product they used on their hair to make it poofy. They used downstairs. All right, I'm, All right, I'm not giving you alcohol. Derailed everything. I'm not giving you alcohol before we do this anymore. <laughs> there is a scene where. It, they show the the grandpa the the in laws coming over and they're going to sleep and the grandpa has a magazine that says sassy on it and then the other grandparent is sleeping on in the son's room on the bunk bed and he's looking up at the ceiling because there's a picture of like a model and he's just smiling so, on his face because the wife's sleeping below him you know they they say if they took their their Viagra right before like at dinner time probably was kicking in right around when Grammy goes to sleep. Yeah, they got some stiffies. And you just beat, beat on me. All right, so George, what is uh, what is your rating then out of five pineapples? So this movie uh, hits all the right notes for me. I was able to zone out at times and kind of still go get the flow of the movie, which I love those kind of movies. It's not one where you have to follow the storyline very closely. Because no, there is no story. It's just Christmas time chaos. Yeah, Christmas chaos. But I mean, it, you can miss some subliminal things throughout that kind of are, that play a big, big part. But overall, Chevy Chase reminded me of young Will Ferrell. I'm giving this one a uh, 4.15. Doesn't deserve the full 4. four and a quarter. Five. Okay. 4.15 pineapples out of five. Uh, and it, it thoroughly deserves all four of those points. I'm not being, you know, trying to be generous. Trying to be a, Vesuvius about it. I, yes, absolutely not. Which I really hope Vesuvius's baby Yoda's name. I would have hashtag called it at that point. And sorry. Oh, don't say that. I'm not gonna, I was really. I'm like, not going to say anything. We're gonna we're gonna all watch it together. If if you went to a Las Vegas sports book right now and they had the odds. I figure Vesuvius, I would probably make like $10,000 if I put down a dollar. Probably. But I guess not. Yeah, I'll bet it for your house. Vesuvius is his name? No, that it is. And then I will take this house. Oh, that's fine. This isn't my house. No, well, so then well, what are yours do I get to take? I get to take your little fancy iPad. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell my school it was stolen. All right, and then I'll enroll in full sale. Do it, and then you get it. Everybody, dude, everybody keeps sending me it saying to join their sports announcing program. I, I wouldn't. Why? That's the same thing I said. Yeah, I why? You're already a sports announcer. What do you need to go do to school? Well, Dan Patrick's going to teach me how to do it better. He's not going to teach you anything. He's probably like in a video and then that's it. Welcome to Full Sail University. <laughs> and then here's your instructor. I'm Dan Patrick. Yeah. And then here's all your instructors. And then there's just some guy who's like, yeah, so I went to school for quantum physics, but this is the only job I could find. So, uh, let's narrate. Let's, uh, yeah, go ahead and give me your representation of the Rocky, uh, uh, an, uh announcer. Oh, right, that's, that's good. Ready to rumble. That's that's all he would do too. He like, all right, that's fine. Uh, let's see. Well, yeah, we'll pass that. All right. So four point one five pineapples. Yes. Where does this movie sit with you? Because I know you've seen this before. I know you you probably have some favorite part of yours. Let's hear it. Let's for me. Okay. It. Uh, so the best part for me was Eddie, just because you never knew what the fuck he was going to say. Like the the one part that sticks out to me is, uh, oh yeah, my, the metal the metal plate in my head. I, I you know my wife turned the microwave on and <laughs> and all of a sudden I was pissing my pants and I passed out. That's how we received the Russian signals from the KGB. <laughs> 
<laughs> that makes sense. Dun dun dun. And then and then like I was confused because he gets his bonus and it's like a, a a jelly of the month, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" So it, it so uh, Clark Griswold's just ripping it up, and then Eddie just leaves. Because they're like, what do you want? For-? He was like, you know what I want for Christmas? I want my boss here. So Eddie just fucking leaves. Just like, obviously, you just see the RV peel out. And like uh, an hour or so later, he comes back with his boss, like all tied up. And he goes, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Big old doofy son of a bitch. Big old, like, that's a dude that would, I was, Christian I, Christian called it first, but I was like, I was waiting for him to be like, all right, boy, it's right. You better squeal like a pig, boy. Yeah, you know what? There's a lot of Eddie's funny because he's like this the the very degenerate like redneck. At one point, and this is just my filthy mind making this, but like he he takes his son and like walks off like he was just walking off the shot. That's all that was going on because he wasn't involved anymore. And he grabs his son and says, "All right, let's go find your sister," which in like. That accent makes yeah. me think, makes me think, oh, let's go find your sister. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's not a bag on Eddie. That's just. Um, that's just Eddie the character. That's what's entertaining to me. That's him. So that's what really stood out to me. Uh, and then Chevy Chase just has a, a terrific, like Marvel tries to do it, but I don't think they'll ever be close to the one liners that Chevy Chase delivers in, in this movie. Uh-uh. Like, I'm trying to remember some because there was some that I was like, did you really just fucking say that? Yeah, I think the whole wife one at the beginning was uh was one that that was one that caught me off guard for sure. Uh, the the whole conversation he's having with the store clerk at the mall. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Or uh, like when he just snaps. I love when he just snaps. It makes me think of like um, American Psycho. Just yeah, the 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 switch has been flipped, and this is like the new version of Clark that's come out. Yeah, <laughs> well, they did an amazing. And I'm sure you guys can attest to this. The buildup on the bonus check scene oh, was, is unlike was, anything. It's like Twenty ever. minutes. No, seriously, like they they literally know they got you by the balls. Like you're just waiting for this moment, and we all knew immediately that he's not getting his bonus check. We all knew it, and he's just building up this moment. Like I'm so proud. So thankful for this moment in my family. And you know what? Hell, I'll just tell you what I got you for Christmas. I got you guys a swimming pool. And you know, and like a $7,500 yeah. deposit on it. I don't even think they're that much now. <sighs> I think you can get a swimming for pool. For a deposit? Put- no. I feel you. I feel like the total pool would be like seven yeah. grand, including yeah. the water bill. Yeah, it's a lot of water. So I, I rate uh, this movie a solid four. Okay. Out of five pineapples. Great movie thoroughly entertained uh you know there's better ones like i think the next one we might have to watch is bad santa i am a that's fan a good that's, that's a good, a good one. one it's a good one uh chris let's let's go to you now let's get your uh wrap up on this what you think and what you what you rate this movie okay so just to preface this i watched all these movies when i was a kid and i've seen this movie a bunch of times real quick are you gonna go off the deep end again like earlier in the episode do we need to do we need to brace for it depends. Well, like a, a very off-color sidebar could just happen at any time. I don't have any of that KGB conditioning, so my thoughts aren't suppressed. I love it. <laughs> we gave Chris a tab of acid before the show. He's going to be talking. <laughs> I'm on a trip, brother. <laughs> um, no, no, this this movie is very like special to me. I love all of the Griswold movies very much. This one I wouldn't say is necessarily my favorite, but it's weird because this one, they don't go on a vacation. People come to them. And also this is a seasonal movie. So they're like, we're going to appropriate the Griswold style movie and make it a Christmas movie. And I thought they did a good job. Um, Earlier you mentioned how they mostly focused just on Clark, right? And there was a smart thing to do because Christmas movies usually kind of have these little side plots and stuff. They they were smart. They said, we're going to format it like the other Griswold movies. Clark is going to be the main thing. You're just going to see him uh, just unhinge himself as he gets more pissed off. It was really great. Um, this movie and all the Griswold movies are very relatable to me because just seeing like 
a kind of dysfunctional family function play out is always it's like a thing that I understand. Um, like one, Chevy Chase Clark, he's just this like he's kind of a he's he wants to be a family man, but he's also kind of like this shithead like sleaze bad guy. Um, when he's talking to the store clerk, that was like that's one of the best moments. Like first he he gets choked up talking to this attractive lady who's selling uh panties or whatever, right? And um, then he says his wife is dead. Right. Or he said, yeah, my wife, God rest her soul or whatever. He's like looking, he's, he can see like kind of down her blouse and she's like, oh, can I help you with that? And, uh, and she's like, who is that for? And he's like, uh, I was, uh, for my wife, uh, God rest her soul. <laughs> oh, she's dead. Oh no, not yet. So, Door divorce uh, just happened like a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes back and forth and that's a great scene. And uh, he wins the Parenting of the Year award when Russ walks up as this lady pulls up her skirt a little to show the the line on the thong she's trying to sell to him. Ooh-wee. And uh, she goes, oh, you can't even see the line. And he's like, yeah, you can't. Ain't that right, Russ? Because um, Rusty had walked up his son, who's maybe he's like 10 or 12, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, And then he realized, oh, Rusty's looking at this with me. Oh, I just did like a f f dad moment um but seeing seeing the family function dysfunction play out is great because like they're planning uh this great christmas get together and you know the 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 wife ellen is like oh it's okay uh uh we, you know we could accommodate everyone it'll be fine and you know clark's trying to be the family man and he's like oh it's it'll be a great christmas this is what christmas is all about is putting aside our differences and, you know, he braces for impact for when all the family shows up and there's chaos. But then Eddie shows up and his enthusiasm drops. He does not like Eddie. Eddie is a, a fucking peon, right? He's, dude, he, he's dumping his sludge from his shitter with, the, with chemicals in, into the damn sewer. Um, and later in the movie, um, one of the uncles goes to, to light a smoke and the chemicals that Eddie dumped into the sewer causes the the tree to go up in flames right um there's so many of these great little jokes in this movie and each one of them is really good um one of my favorite ones i'm trying to think of the favorite one i can there was there was a good one that we didn't go over yet oh yes i remember yeah so (laughs) the one joke so look clark spends hours trying to fix the 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 light bulbs outside the, the christmas lights and he gets the whole extended family outside to look at them. And he, he, he says, drum roll, please. And they do the, the fake drum roll puts, puts the plugs together. They don't light, you know, everybody's kind of disappointed. And, you know, some of the families like really negative shitheads, which like, that's kind of how family is sometimes, you know, and one of them's like, ah, you know, this is a great waste of time. And, uh, you know, somebody says, hey, don't say that. Uh, Clark put a lot of Clark worked really hard on this or Clark works really hard. And so one of the uh, the older relatives says, so does a washing machine. And, oh, 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 oh. And he says this to the daughter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So oh, what works hard? So does a washing machine. Right. Which was th- this movie had so many good burns. Old, old people burns, bro. Like old people are just the most ruthless human beings on this planet. They just let you have it. They're unfiltered. See the dementia, like aunt and uncle were my favorite though. Yeah. Like the fucking evaporated cat. It was already unholy before they came. Like I relate because like our family members feud over like dumb shit. And it's like, Oh dude, the, the mom and dad on one side, or I mean the grandpa and grandpa say like some rude shit to the other. And then they're just feuding over some silly thing the whole movie. Then this other aunt and uncle come, right? The aunt has like dementia, right? And the, the uncle, he's kind of a shithead too. He just wants to like smoke his cigar in the house and just be an overall nuisance. She has like dementia. She, she wrapped her cat in a Christmas box and she wrapped the, the, her gelatin dish in the other box. So <laughs> another, another good, like, demented moment from the grandparents and what makes them a funny part uh when they first come into the house the grandparents are coming in and they just like want to share all their stories 
And one of the grandmas says, I have hemorrhoids. Like literally to the mom. Yeah. Like she wants to hear that, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. Because now, you know, the mom's got to run to the store, get some hemorrhoid cream, maybe some baby wipes. Some some hem cream. We got a hemorrhoid cream? cream. There is there is a little there's baby wipes that have hemorrhoid cream in them already. I should probably get those. Oh, they're money, bro. <laughs> Super good. It's like a <laughs> bird's bees. Yeah, no, it's uh, like please I, continue, Chris. Yes, sorry. Just had to add on to that. It just yeah, absolutely. No, in my head. So I forgot about that. That was that that one had us rolling. Like it just came out of like, I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> and it's re- it's relatable because you always have like a weird, like older relative who always has to tell you about their weird personal thing. It's like, I don't want to hear about that shit. Please keep it to yourself. Um, so you see the family just be like dysfunctional and like shitheads to each other. That's relatable. That just happens, okay? Um, the function goes south, the whole thing. Um, I, I really like the scene where Clark takes Eddie shopping because Eddie doesn't have any money and he can't buy gifts for his kids. So he tells him Santa's not coming. Yeah. So Eddie, yeah. And Eddie, the shitbag, tells he, he's been unemployed for seven years. He's he says he's holding out for a, a manager position. He's not working. He tells his kids, oh, Santa's just not coming. Um, But but I love the scene where Clark is shopping for him and he has him with him. And Eddie's just loading up the cart progressively with more fucking dog food okay the cart's empty he puts a four pack of alpo cans in puts one pack of dog food as they're walking to have a conversation grabs three more giant bags of dog food the cart's now overflowing one more for good measure the biggest fucking bag of purina you've ever fucking seen right on top of the whole thing and like eddie has like no shame he knows clark is paying for all this it's like he's taking advantage of the fact that Clark's going to shop for him once to stock up on all the dog food for like three years or something. So <laughs> Eddie is as classy as ever. Um, to get to my final thoughts, okay, on why this is great, it ended up being like really wholesome and work well as a Christmas movie. Because by the end, you know, the boss gets kidnapped, the police show up, um, you know, Eddie coming in clutch with that, that, uh, that, kidnapping but he realized the boss realizes the error of his way he's like ah, i've seen you know you've kidnapped me because i gave you a bad bonus and i'm very sorry and i won't it was like like with this movie where all this off-color terrible shit happened that you know the cat got fucking obliterated by being electrocuted Dang, okay rest in peace to george's phone it's okay i got outer box it's okay he opens it. oh the outer box was the only part that it didn't land on <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> they aerodynamically build phones now to break, I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's the new model. So they can you know? come in and buy okay. a new one. I will, uh, Otterbox, if you ever want to sponsor us, I one time threw my phone as hard as I could on the ground in an Otterbox case. It was fine, huh? Completely fine. There was a, there was a, a girl uh, in this class that I was in in high school. We, we, for some reason, went out to like the, uh, the tennis courts like as a class. And she was like, watch this. And she just chucked her phone. Like all the way across the the uh, the yard. Yeah, she made some pretty bad life moves. <laughs> like looking at her dad, she, we should have figured. Yeah, I mean, anyways, the phone was mine perfect. was out of rage. Hers was out of entertainment. That she's crazy. <laughs> Please continue, Christine. Sorry. Gosh, I, I love seeing these different life paths just kind of play flesh out. <laughs> well, you ruin your life for entertainment or by accident. You Ruined, know, I mean, don't you guys know anybody that was like that? Cousin like, Eddie. We went to elementary school with a kid that was like that. I don't know if you ever had a class with him. I don't know. Who was it? I'll tell you. This kid would pull the fire. He would go, I'm bored, and walk up out of class and go pull the fire alarm. I looked him up, and uh, he's been in jail like six times. Now. Oh, God. <laughs> it was like third grade, and he'd be like, I'm bored now. And he would just stand up and walk out to the quad and shut up. Beep, beep, beep. All right, everybody got to get up. We got to leave. This is the Cousin Eddie's of the world. Yeah, there is a, it's like third grade. Usually we have like one fire drill a semester, but this one we had like seven because he would just, and he would get like RPC, but his parents would be like, all right, let's go to Disneyland. So he wouldn't <laughs> get like punished for it. So he would just yeah. keep doing it. He'd be like, I went to Disneyland the last time. Why wouldn't I do it again? I like those memes that are like, uh, you know, kids who had a messy backpack and can never find their homework. Uh, they're all in prison now. I- I'm not in prison. 
I know. Neither am I. Some of those apply to me, but you know. I used to shove shit in my backpack and, and then forget. Bro, the worst is like the bottom papers that got like crumbled up into like yeah. into like seven folds somehow yep. because uh -huh. your books it looks like were... a fucking accordion when you pull it out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you had to like straighten it out of your desk, do one of these. Your parents are like, How come you haven't shown me anything in a while? Oh, one second, mom. You <laughs> for those of you who can't see I obviously how to forge uh, signatures real fast oh my gosh i can only imagine shit. what my teachers would think when i would shittily forge my mom's signature <laughs> can, can you tell i feel like like i in the moment i was like there's no way they could tell well, this. i mean like now as a teacher um i have actually <laughs> i have no, no no it's crazy kids do it so often because if you tell a kid like oh this signature is due today You'll get that paperback at some point in time in that day. It might not be right then when you're watching. But it'll be later. Hey, mister, so sorry. I just found this bottom in the backpack. And, you know, they have to, you know, <laughs> they have to iron it on the corner of a table. Just like Chris showed us. Hilarious. You've come full circle. How many pineapples you rate in this movie? <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. Let's, let's get to okay, it. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll give one more sent one more sentence of description to... to but it's going to be like a run on sentence, 30 words minutes. Or less. Eight words. What is this, the fucking quick checkout? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you act like nobody, nobody follows that. I know, yeah. I've seen people in there with like 300 items, like 20 items or less. I don't know how to do math. Well, it's the same item over and over again. Just click the multiplication button. See, I was under the impression that the machines would stop you if you had too many. No, but no. <laughs> they just keep going. No. Beep. They're just asking for it to be abused to that fucking point. But... As you were saying, though, this movie is very relatable because you see that Clark is a family member who's trying to do a good job and be the right guy, and it gets dysfunctional, and you see him get unhinged, and he basically almost threatens people with a chainsaw, and he saws off the block of the post of his stairs because he was mad. I'm not going to elaborate on any of that. You just have to watch the fucking movie. And, you know, it ended up being a very wholesome Christmas movie. Um, one of my favorites, so I'm gonna rate it a 4.5 of Christmas films. Very nice, nice, nice. Very nice. 4.5 pineapples, very specifically. Yes. How many grapes is that? Like 30 grapes? Well, there'll be. There's got to be some like on the inside of a composition notebook. You know, the the conversion <laughs> table. There's got it's got to be in there somewhere. I think you could take it take it to a money center and they'll cash for you pineapples. Pay a fee and they'll they'll switch it over. I'm never giving you guys pineapples for grapes again before we record. You just still have a transition to Ecuador money, Dude, which I is pineapples. You, I gave you a weak version too. I did like a three to one ratio of Coke to. to no, you're jet. tripping. No, I'm serious. No, no, you know how I know you're lying is because you didn't have that much Coke left and you didn't even touch the new bottle of Coke. So there's no way you yeah, could have done Yeah, because I gave it all to you. But then what? So then what? You guys just drank straight whiskey? Basically. At least no. I did. Homie, I think you might have had too much because my shit was filled <laughs> to the fucking brim with Jack Daniels. That being said, there was one last thing in this movie that I forgot to mention. Cousin Eddie's RV looks just like the, the bus from the Zombies map transit. <laughs> it's rusted. It's dusty. It looks all brown and fucked up. And there's a there's a shot after he kidnaps his boss where the car's driving at nighttime with like you know, the street lights in the background and it looks just like you're out in the middle of nowhere with those little creepy crawlers like jumping on your yeah. face and clawing at you. Oh shit, I turned on the power now the bus fucking made off. I'm gonna die. <laughs> See, stop the bus. Since we're, stop on, the bus. since we're on Jack Daniels, Chevy Chase is having a discussion with his dad and he goes, how did you do it? He goes, oh, I had a lot of help from Jack Daniels <laughs> getting through all these Christmases. <laughs> yeah, he asks his fucking dad, uh, <laughs> You know, oh, how have you been the man of the house on Christmas? How, how did you do such a good job? And basically his answer was, I was an alcoholic. <laughs> it's, it's the only way. Which that's fine. Through. Dude, look, alcoholic, different kids have different amounts of beating. Sometimes it's not like belligerent. Sometimes it's just like, you're beat enough. Just the right amount. Jack Daniels is delicious. It is. And with that, uh, we really. please. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wish. Oh. Man. We were uh, we were really inter entertained by this movie. Obviously, Christian was just like his 800th time seeing it, but we liked it. Um, we definitely recommend that you check it out. And uh, you know where to find us. 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Lukewarm Cinema Podcast. Hey, no, I'll, I'll help you guys out a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you guys have already shouted out you guys' YouTube page. No, we haven't. New you. New sponsor alert. New sponsor alert. I mean, at the, day, at the day of recording this, we just uploaded the first video. Go so ahead. Like, just promo it a little. You want to you take this since you're, yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. voice right Give now? Give it a little tongue dip. Hello, all. So, Austin here and myself, my name is Christian, if you didn't know my name. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. See, see yeah, like, got to keep that mystery about yourself. Nobody knows your name. Uh. But uh, we are now doing a YouTube channel called Truly Bizarre. And what we cover is paranormal cryptids. And if you don't know what a cryptid is, that's something like Bigfoot, uh, Chupacabra, or even the first episode that we have. And the, we did our first episode, which is covering Mothman. Um, you know, really, you know, informative and also like super creepy too super creepy we put the creep factor to 15 you got the creeps and you got the learns um and you know it's just i I look at this type of content as some you know as a as a wide-eyed child going through youtube this is the thing that really i would want to watch this is all that i do watch (laughs) a hundred percent my testimonial after watching the first episode is like it doesn't get any simpler right you guys don't go way out of your way to over explain anything you guys hit your points you guys bring up so many interesting uh, opinions and facts that tie along to the story perfectly um this is something you'd see in a deep dive late night at youtube um, 15 videos in like fifth yeah no i'm telling you guys and you know as soon as you subscribe to them you know they're gonna have more killer content coming out like, I was very impressed by your guys' first episode. Well, well thank done. you. Well we done. appreciate that. So, yeah. Uh, you and, can f- and, you know, it's 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 also, you know, this video is only 10 minutes. It's like it's a under. Per- it's like nine minutes yeah, and 30 seconds. It's like a perfect bite. It's a morning poo. That's morning, your morning poo. Morning Learn poo. something in the morning. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, we have we have new episodes that we're currently working on that we're going to be releasing. So, it's just a, it's a cool little project Christian and I decided to work on. But, uh. Thank you, George, for uh, for you know I got to do that for you guys. It's it's awesome. <laughs> you guys worked hard on that. Thank you. So, but you know where to find us at Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah, and YouTube. The entire catalog is up on YouTube Apple, now. Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher. Listen to us, BS Podcast Network, BS Podcast Network. So until the uh, next day of Podmas, everybody. Jinkwee. Jinkwee. Jinkwee.